2: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. system on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies.
3: Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is Thursday, November the 11th, 2010. And uh, you have half the hosts of Webcology. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and I'm joined by the extraordinary Brasco, producer extraordinaire at Uh Dave Davies of Beanstalk, Inc. has uh, closed his office for the day in uh, Canada and throughout the Commonwealth nations. This is Remembrance Day in America. It's Veterans Day Um for us in the uh, former British Empire, the Commonwealth, it's a day of uh, contemplation and memory of uh, those who sacrificed uh, everything to uh, preserve our freedoms, to preserve civilized society. And it's a, uh, a very moving and stirring day. So there may be a few times that I get all all broken up. Um this day does it to me, as I think it should to uh anyone who's either been in the service or knows people who have been in the in the service, who have uh again, sacrificed life, limb, sanity, and family to uh to preserve our, our great societies and our great cultures. I'd like to take a moment to uh quickly read a a, a short poem. And then I want to jump into webcology, but I'd be remiss if I didn't didn't read this at the start of the show. So here we go. In Flanders' fields, the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place. And in the sky, the larks still bravely singing fly, scarce heard amidst the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow. Loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you, from failing hands, we throw the torch. Be yours to hold high. If ye, if ye break faith, faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow, in Flanders fields. Poem was written by a Canadian medic, Ian McCrae, in 1915 during. Uh, during the, the, the ba- uh, battle in uh, Flandersfield, particularly bloody battle. He had just officiated uh, at the funeral of uh, a captain and a friend of his and uh, sketched the poem on the back of an envelope. It was first published in Punch Magazine in New York in 1919 and has now become the memorial anthem, the uh, one of the most... Uh, important symbols of the brutality and the necessity of, uh, standing on guard for, for freedom and for, uh, again, for our, our great society. So to, um, all veterans who've served in past and in present, thank you, brothers and sisters. Um, we literally owe you our lives. Okay, and on that, uh, friends, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. As I said, I'm Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. I'm joined by uh, Johnny Brasco from WebmasterRadio.fm. How you doing, Brasco? Very
2: good. And, you know, the the fact you start off the show this way, I'd like to put a little bit of spin to it and at least just make a point. There is definitely a need of remembrance for those who have fallen nevertheless, they offered their lives and they knew where they were getting into when they decided to join whichever part of the armed forces they decided to participate in. And we're thankful forever. They're in debt forever in our hearts for what they've done. But also I want to just reflect on those that are still alive, that are active veterans that have come back from, say, Iraq or Afghanistan or during the Gulf War or even Vietnam or even as far back as World War II that are still alive and that today you know if you see anyone out in military garb and you know you, they're someone of uh, the armed forces shake their hand tell them you're thankful for what what they've done for you
3: well you know and i have to agree with you that's and as far as i'm concerned it's an everyday thing again these are people who are out there uh as, as you said uh brasco these are people who knew what they were getting into when they decided to join the service and uh I think that makes their sacrifice all the more significant. Um, they knew they were in for hardship, and the truth is they do it so that we can say whatever we want, so we can think whatever we want so we can uh so we can follow commerce however we see fit, and build better lives for ourselves, our families and our communities and um again, uh yeah shake their hand and say thank you. Um remember their sacrifices from uh from the Boer War to World War 1, World War 2, Korea, Vietnam, the, the 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 two Gulf Wars, um and our current involvement, uh, I guess America's involvement in in Iraq and um the coalition involvement in Afghanistan. Um yeah. Another thing to note, I, was, I just spent the last month in uh, Southern California in San Diego, and apparently San Diego has the largest contingent of homeless veterans anywhere in the Union. These are young men and women who were sent to Iraq or to Afghanistan sometimes two, three, four, five times over again. And it destroys my heart. that they come back having seen stuff that no rational human should ever have to see and they're messed up and we don't know how to support them. It breaks my heart. Um, So one of the things I wanted to do today was take a look at um, some of the services Charities and organizations um, online that are there for american and and, and Canadian veterans who have uh, you know recently returned from Iraq or Afghanistan and you know I got to tell you George, I did a great deal of searching using Google using Bing. Um, I, I was unable to get through to um any dot gov sites today for some reason right and you know what? I couldn't find much of anything. It's mind blowing to me. We ask these young people to do so much, mm-hmm. and they come home, and we offer them so little. Well, um, but I you can also—sorry? Announce-
2: no, you could. You could uh, sum that up to. A number of factors which you know what you and me both can always say is a is a political factor
3: well indeed but you know what you and I are totally different ends of the political spectrum and I'm positive we're going to agree on this one brother this is beyond politics this is human decency oh yeah um Canada is the way we treat our veterans is atrocious it's, just, it's, it's, it's disgraceful Um, We have nice memorial services for them once a year at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, as we should. And then, you know, we basically leave them to fend for themselves through an absurd bureaucracy to get, you know, these are people coming home with lost limbs. You know, but even if they come home whole, they've seen stuff. That's never going to leave their brains. it's going to haunt them, and we don't provide mental even the basic mental health services for them uh, I don't know I mean like a, it's hard for me to figure out the next sentence i'm I'm so outraged and so angry um and so saddened you know by 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 our treatment of vets um, I did come across. One website, just trying to find it now, called mvets.org, and I'm just throwing the link up into the webmaster radio chat room. Now, what mvets.org is for, for veterans of, uh, of the American military service, it seems to be a clearinghouse of both private and um, public services. For returning vets, Um, advocacy groups, mental health organizations, um, ways to uh, get through the bureaucracy to get the veterans benefits that, you know, if you've gone out there and you've served your country, you deserve. Um, I know that every American airport has a USO lounge (laughs) and that uh, almost every commercial organization and commercial business in America offers um, discounts to service members. And that's all, that's wonderful. It's what we should do. Just like if you see someone in uniform on a flight, buy them a drink, buy them lunch, whatever. Whatever they want. It's theirs. But as a society, I think we're failing these people. These people who have done what we've asked them to do. And uh, again, I wish I had some grand pronouncement. Digital Always Media is going to do this. Um, Next year, we will be taking part in a uh, Canadian initiative called the Memory Project to uh, bring information about the, the history of and the uh, sacrifice of the Canadian Armed Forces to Canadian schoolchildren, focusing focusing on uh, I guess the beginning of the the Canadian military, the War of eighteen twelve. Um, but uh, that's a tiny, tiny, tiny gesture. That's clearly not nearly enough from any of from from myself or any of us. Um, what do you know about about services for vets down there, Nebraska?
2: Well, besides what um, uh, I mean, what the Veterans Administration does for us, I mean, we have there are a lot of hospitals, and I know that. Um, well, if I'm correct, I believe President Obama has done some initiatives to go ahead and add more funding to the hospitals to try to add more veterans care. Um, that's always been some ongoing initiative, anyway, that our government has done. Uh, and, of course, we have several organizations um, that are basically charitable. We have our American Legion, Veterans of Foreign Wars, VFW. You know, there have been long-standing organizations that have been here to help with veterans. <coughs> and that's really what it is, is that if people want to go ahead and contribute, there are those organizations to give to. And, you know, you should know your tax dollars are contributing towards veterans anyway, because that funding comes from tax dollars. Towards VA hospitals and towards veterans' medical care.
3: Absolutely. And, um, you know, there's something I want to. Um, one of the MIBs, um, a nameless MIB, this one, uh, MIB N A E 5 2, otherwise known as Doug Scott, um, placed a link in the Webmaster Radio chat room about a Canadian tradition I'd like to mention. Um, Canada has had troops in Afghanistan since 2001. We've had uh troops there longer than we had troops in both World War 1 and World War 2 put together. And um for for the American listeners um we entered World War 1 in 1914 and World War 2 in 1939. Um in Canada, when a, uh, one of our service personnel is killed in Afghanistan, and that's happened far too frequently over the last nine years, I think every Canadian knows somebody who's died there now. Um, we have a tradition, they fly into um, Canadian Forces Base, Petawawa, just north of Ottawa and are transported in a military convoy from CFB, Canadian Forces Base, Petawawa, down a highway called the Highway 401 into downtown Toronto, into the the Ontario Coroner's office. And a couple of times a week when we have... uh, Returning Heroes. Canadians line this highway every time. Thousands of people line Highway 401, the route from Ottawa to Toronto, with Canadian flags, poppies, and memorials to those who've fallen. And uh, again, Doug Scott put a link to what's now called the Highway of Heroes. And um I haven't looked at this video yet, but I'm pretty sure I've I've seen it. If it's the one that I'm I'm, I'm I I think it is. And um folks, if you want uh if you want to have it here in your eye, if you want to see one of the most stirring memorials, check out what Canadians do when uh when our service personnel come home in a box, by the way, um, oh. it's a very, very moving, moving tribute, and we do this every time.
2: But Jim, let me I'm, just jump in. Did you happen yeah. to notice what Google has on their front page today?
3: I didn't. In Canada, they have one bare poppy at Google.ca, but Google.com has nothing. You sure? Yeah, I can see.
2: Oh, because on ours, well, it depends where I guess where you are, but uh, they have, um, you see a cloud coming in between the, in, in the L. It's almost positioning itself like there's an opening in a cloud, and you see the American flag waving, animated, uh, not animated, but just like in still animation, right mm-hmm. over the L and the E.
3: Good. It's nice. It's nice. Well, um, again, Google Canada, I'm just flipping to it now the logo um is the same but underneath it is a single poppy and uh in uh in the british commonwealth the um the poppy is a uh is a symbol of of sacrifice and remembrance so if you see anyone anyway, and it's adtech new york used to uh coincide with remembrance day or just the lead up to remembrance day and you could always spot the canadians because um, they'd be wearing red poppies on their left breast, um, and it was weird. I was in the I was in San Diego for the last month, and I didn't have a poppy, and I felt almost naked without it. Although I guess nobody else around me was wearing one, because I don't think the poppy is a as much a symbol in the United States as it is um, in in the in the British Commonwealth. Um, but it's, it was weird this year. To, uh, to, to to not wear one and to not see them everywhere. Um, got back to Canada late last night and went out with my dad for uh, to cruise electronic stores and grabs grab a Tim Hortons coffee, which I'm still drinking um, this morning. And uh, everyone's wearing one. It's just it's just what you have to do when you, when you're up here to, 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 to show the faith and to uh, it's a symbol of 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 remembrance. War's hell, folks. War is the worst possible thing we can do, and the worst possible thing we can ask our young men and women to do for us. But sometimes it's necessary, and uh, we need to spend a lot more time, a lot more effort, a lot more social energy in uh, considering what these people do for us and helping them through the aftermath of their service. Because it's hell on body, it's hell on brain. And it's also hell on the civilians, the people who have to live through it. Um, And uh, again, it's something I, I very much hope that we spend more effort on in the future especially for the kids coming home from Iraq and the kids coming home from Afghanistan. Because uh, even those who come home without injury, without visible injury, they've been hurt and hurt badly. And uh, they really need our um, our thoughts, our love, and our understanding. Huh. So, Brasco, you just sent me an instant message. Um... Stating that uh, U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs started a new blog this week, so I'm going to go look for it. Yeah, um,
2: I'm on it right now. Looks like it's a web- WordPress blog, as a matter of fact.
3: Excellent. Well,
2: <laughs> I like that. Uh, and it looks exactly like all this week they've been putting up posts.
3: Excellent. Well, that's your. You know what? I can't. I'm. I've been trying every military.gov address. I've been having a hard time getting to today. Wow! I don't know if that's because I'm in I'm in Canada and they're just um, prioritizing. Yeah, that's. Um, I got a timeout at the uh, blogs.va.gov. Um, wow! And I imagine that's just because they're prioritizing traffic, and they must be seeing very heavy traffic today. Yeah. Um but it's a good
2: place if you want to if you want to know anything and even they let you do guest posts and all but uh i mean that's the Department of Veterans Affairs that's our agency when it comes to veterans period veterans administration same department
3: and i'm sure i'm sure the good people there do all that they can with the resources they have to work with yeah um but again this is something and you know it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on this is beyond politics um I'd much rather see a world without war. Um, that's rather unrealistic. Uh, for the uh, people who go and serve our countries, talk to your MP, member of parliament, talk to your senator, talk to your representative. You know, get more services for these folks. Because... Uh, you know, my, my 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 grandfather fought his way up the boot of Italy um, in the prince in the Princess Patricia's Light Infantry. He died when I was eight or nine. I never really understood why um, loud noises bothered him. Never really understood why he uh, didn't talk about. That time in his life, he he was on two trans. He had two transport ships torpedoed out from under him in the Mediterranean. Um, he never he didn't meet my mother until she was five years old. He was a sergeant in the uh, Princess Pats, and uh, from uh, 1939 till I'm sorry, from 1940 until 1945, served in uh, the Canadian Forces. Um, and again, fought his way up the, uh, the boot and the length of Italy. Um, and I really wish he was still around so I could, you know, ask him about some of those experiences, record and write about those experiences. Um, but for me, it's too late for others out there who have, um, grandparents or parents or brothers or sisters if they're able to talk about it, record their memories. It's, um... It's something that, um... You know, needs to be put onto, uh... Put onto paper, or in this case, put into ones and zeros, put into bits. and it's something that needs to be shared, because if we... If we fail to remember we're just going to commit another generation of kids to carnage to the same mistakes and we can do better anyway on that i'd like to uh to leave this segment it's um i'm on the verge of breaking up to begin with so we're going to take a break here on web ecology on webmasterradio.fm it's thursday november the 11th 2010 uh I'm going to be coming back talking about a little bit of tech news and uh stay tuned friends
2: We'll be back after this short break. Best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com.
0: SEO is like a roulette wheel. Hoping that you put in the right meta tags and keywords on your page so that your site lands on the top spot. Don't just take the gamble, go with the sure thing. The premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm. We can place the right keywords and messages from a 30-second spot to a 30-minute monthly special. Plus, we give you the banner ads, links, and placement to bring you more traffic from not just search marketing pros listening to our SEO channel, but from all of our listeners and podcasters searching for you. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today.
2: The Joel Comm Show. Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts Jim Hedger and Dave Deep.
3: Hey everyone, welcome back to Web Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's Thursday, November the 11th, 2010. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and I'm afraid Dave wasn't able to join us today. Um, he has, on the west coast of uh, Canada, our show started at 11 a.m., and, you know, Dave has his priorities straight. He had somewhere else to be at that hour. I imagine he took his uh, kids down to the Cenotaph, uh, the Victoria Legislature, um, to... Take part in Remembrance Day ceremonies um, in Victoria, which is a – Victoria is much like San Diego. It's uh, the home of Canada's Navy. It's a military town. And uh, such days are quite important um, in the the city Dave lives in. Um, Moving on into interesting tech stuff. George Brasco, why is it that, like – all the weird stuff happens on Thursdays. Like it's it's just sometimes hard to cover the news on this on our show because all the silly stuff happens. Um, everybody hates Google TV. It was announced today that oh. Fox is. Short, oh, Brasco.
2: Yeah, I'm listening.
3: Well, it was announced today that Fox moved to block Google TV, joining their um, more mainstream. Uh, counterparts, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Everyone hates Google TV. I guess the the major networks see uh, Google TV as a serious threat. Um, What do you think about that? (laughs) Just as I ask his opinion, he gets a phone call. Ah. Such is live radio. Anyone anyone out there in the uh, chat room? have any opinions on Google, Google TV, and what they're trying to do. And Optic notes that he's been seeing commercials for the new Sony products that will be running uh, running Google TV. Um, it seems that, well, Google has the most phenomenal uh, spiders in the world, the most phenomenal ability just to go out there and find, grab and capture content especially the video content that many of the major networks are putting up on their websites now for free and uh... you know if you go to um, say ABC.com or uh, uh... comedy central or what have you um, you can get free video video that uh... they're they're running on um, as like you know vidcasts or podcasts and you can run it streaming on your on your television well Google's idea was well you know why don't we just save our users the trouble and stream that content allowing users to pick and choose the shows they want to watch now strikes me that Google is doing the same thing with the major networks content that it's been doing with our content for years you know, in some ways, it's been a boon to us as webmasters because it makes our content available to searchers. At the same time, as we all know, we've been, go- we've, we've been giving Google free assets totally free, 100% free. Um, as a writer and an author, I've been giving them my work for free for years, but that's also um, provided me with, uh, with an audience. So now they're doing the same thing with with television, except that the major networks are blocking their signals from Google TV and uh, posing a uh, posing a, a a problem for Google. Um, Brasco's off the off an important call he had to take. He's um, just for for listeners who, who who don't get the dynamics of live radio. Brasco in the studio. Well, he kind of looks like Shiva. He's got six hands going at any given time. (laughs) Um, Or uh, actually, yeah, like 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 Ganesh. Um, Six hands going at all the same time, moving on, moving, picking up phones, doing text messages, pushing buttons. We're talking about. I don't know if you were able to listen in uh, or not, Brasco. We were talking about Google TV and uh, how the major networks are blocking their signals from from Google TV. What do you think about that? Fox News just or, or Fox just moved to do that themselves.
2: Well, I guess my question is, I mean, I'm not sure what kind of rights fees they, that Google TV must have to pay out, but that's an ongoing issue with cable companies in, in general just because, um, you know, every cable company has to work with every cable provider. Every cable network has to work with every cable provider to go ahead and pay for rights fees because, of course, they want to pay money for that kind of access, so... You know the thing is with any major network, what kind of money's coming in for them? That's the point.
3: Well, that's a good question. How is Google doing this? Are they doing this via negotiated agreement? Are they paying licensing fees, or are they doing what they do with you know standard web content? Just no, I mean, no matter, matter if it's new
2: media, it. no matter if it's new media, it's still going to come down to the same point. There are royalties that. Every you know production uh, of any television program period needs to be paid for. It. So there have to be royalties that go on here. I mean you know it's the same idea with YouTube. Think about it this way. You know Google has to go through the same kind of process with you know say record companies that want to go and put their music videos. You know say somebody wants to put a music video on. There was a whole deal where various record recording agencies, recording companies like Warner Music or Sony or whatever they had to go through and Universal they had to go through processes. To have the rights to put the, to post those videos on YouTube, yeah, they ha- so this is the same thing. You're talking about long form programming on another entity that is, you know, and no matter how Google how successful Google is, they're still expecting some payback.
3: Uh, well, as they should, it costs a lot of money to make mm-hmm. this media. I mean, as you well know, I mean, think how much it costs just to run Webmaster Radio.
2: Or to stream the content on the service.
3: Yeah. The bandwidth. Well, so uh, (laughs) it looks like Google's in negotiations. Those negotiations are apparently degenerating. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. Google TV has held such promise. And it still does, by the way. Um, Just because the major networks are uh, blocking their signal doesn't mean that individual users aren't making interesting and compelling content um, you know the the youtube revolution is only going to get stronger and as uh... as optic noted in um, in a post a few moments ago in the webmaster radio chat room um, optics busy optimizing uh... his website for google tv and that's actually that's an interesting question how do you optimize your website for google tv how do we uh... You know, present <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Just joking.
2: Well but you know, but here's a question that that has to be posed. Why you know, why are you going after Well I guess I guess that's one thing. With the content that, you know, they are still made available by all these cable and television networks, you know, it's still being presented. And in an old-fashioned format with the fact that now we have DVRs that can go ahead and organize when the content's available to us. Most of these cable networks are making it available online for all of us to go ahead and view at any time with, with limited commercials. What does Google TV get out of this? You know, all they're doing, the only thing I see that, is that might be an advantage, which I don't know if it is, they're just trying to combine everything into one service. But that doesn't make a difference to me as a consumer. I don't see the difference.
3: You know, I I wrote this years ago, and I I stand by it. So I wrote this when Gmail came out, and I still stand by it. What Google really is doing is creating more real estate to place billboards on. Um, It's all about those ads. It's all about, like, finding a place to serve ad content. But,
2: Jim, here's the question. They're already doing ads by Google. You see Google ads in various places. They're able to get themselves displayed all over the place. Mm-hmm. But they're all display ads, they're all banners. they're all animated google okay. ha- the, where's Google coming up with a video to vi- okay, then they went the same route with terrestrial radio, which didn't do well, but they yeah, were they're... trying to go and take on that ad inventory for a company like Clear Channel, picking up all this available ad inventory and putting their own ads on there. But first of all, the production was low. Mm-hmm. They didn't put much into it to make it you know compelling. So, yeah, they got some kind of business out of it, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for men to make money off of. Um, Some people did well if it was localized. I mean, Shoe Money, I remember talking about how he used Google Ads to promote his businesses, and it did well for him. But those success stories are few and far between. So there's somebody, Google tried to do it with display ads. They've done well with it. They tried to do it with radio. But now in a video format, you got you're going to have to. If Google will have to invest in a video division, maybe their own advertising agency, in order to produce that kind of content, that then they can get money back on, and then they could possibly push onto a you know as an ad rep firm. And they could go to every every network out there and say, "Hey, you know, we're Google. You know who we are. We're, we have we're able to go ahead and fill your ad inventory. We can take care of any advertising you can't sell. We sell it for you. We have the content. Here's our split. Here's our revenue split."
3: Well, and I I mean honestly, I think this is just a matter of time. And when it comes to producing videos, um, think of the typical small town used car lot commercial. They're awful. I mean, they're just, they're, they're, they're atrocious but as time has gone on they've those those kind of commercials um have actually become almost like parodies well done parodies now i'm thinking of a uh, vern Fonk in the pacific northwest i don't know if um i don't know how many of our listeners have had a chance to truly enjoy the absurdity of vern funk auto insurance commercials <laughs> but um the point i'm trying to make is as time goes on these terribly done home commercials are just going to get better. They have to. They, they, they'll they absolutely get better. Um, just because, you know, much like websites uh, started off with all the bells and whistles and MIDI music and spinning kittens and stuff, they've become much better. They've become uh, uh, more professional. I think we're going to see the same thing with, uh, commer- with content, uh, video content, and also commercial content made by the advertisers themselves. And this may well be something that SEO companies, search marketing companies, are going to be looking at in the future. As our, uh, as our sector evolves and um, meets the new opportunities presented by Google and, and by Bing, um, although Google certainly has the, uh, the front, is certainly the front runner in this, um, we may well soon be producing video content for our clients. As a matter of fact, I was in San Diego um, a month and a half ago Producing a video that I'm just going to be putting up on my client's website uh, later this afternoon, uh, specifically for the uh, the idea of um, capturing attention of what I what I expect to see as as you know Google TV um, and a, a heavier focus on uh, video content in the in the the, the general algorithm. Um. Let's move a little bit past uh, Google TV. And uh, you remember Ask Jeeves, the original Ask Jeeves? Yes. Do you remember how it started, what it was supposed to be at the very beginning?
2: Mm, Well, it was just supposed to be kind of like how Yahoo Answers is
3: now, right? Exactly. You asked this fellow, Jeeves, a question, and uh, a response would be returned to you very, very quickly. Well, according to um, Doug Cleverly in Web Pro News, that's like Doug Caverly, <laughs> Smythe, um, <laughs> Ask has fully retreated from search. It's done. It's not going to attempt to compete in terms of web search any longer. It's going back to being a question-and-answer property. According to the president of Ask, Doug Leed, in a blog post, our proprietary answer product will continue to be the key point of differentiation for us in the Q&A space. We will continue to make the technology investments necessary across, across a number of fronts to develop the very best Q&A experience of the web. Again, according to uh, Caverly, over in WebPro News, um, 130 folks at Ask are going to be losing their jobs. Offices in New Jersey and China are going to get shut down. And the great gutting of Ask by their parent, IAC, continues. It's saddening and maddening. Um out there somewhere, Lisa Barone is um uh well actually know what I think she's she's done weeping for Ask. Um she was one of his great supporters, I was one of his great supporters, and it's just so hard to just feel the love for these guys. Anyway, on that note, it's quarter to the hour. We're uh rounding out the show here at Webcology, and before we round out entirely we gotta take one more break. Uh, friends, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology.
2: We'll be back after this short break. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCredit.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www. .conversioncritic.com Hi, this is Joel Tom. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates Theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly, just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com.
0: Think about it: you worked so hard with your existing clients. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. We're the premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network with shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SEM Synergy. We can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience and our legions of loyal listeners and podcasters. What you charge in Hours for Service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today.
1: SEO 101
0: on webmasterradio.fm.
1: Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2
2: p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. off now back to Webcology. only on webmasterradio.fM here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Deves.
3: hey everyone welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. we are rounding out the hour on Thursday November the 11th and uh, as we went to uh, to break I quickly checked my Facebook uh, profile and saw that host of SEO 101 Ross Dunn um, posted a fun infographic, the brutal decline of Yahoo, <laughs> and I just posted the. Uh, I posted the same into the WebmasterRadio.fm chat room. Um, Ross, thanks a lot. We <laughs> after the after my first segment today, I truly needed the laugh. Rounding out the show, there's one more piece of news I want to explore. I think this is a. Uh, great for one of for a great fan of webmaster radio or a great friend i should say of webmaster radio and uh, somebody i'm a fan of michael streiko um, name dynamics the uh, parent company of ubl.org universal business listings.org has just made a strategic investment in uh, michael Stryko's social media company Noam.com. um For anyone unfamiliar with Noam, if you have a profile in uh, Twitter, MySpace, Dig, etc., it's probably worth signing up at noam.com to make sure that your profile isn't being used by spammers or by scumbags who've, you know, sort of done some identity theft on you gnome.com monitors hundreds of popular websites for social media id theft um, by entering a username or a brand name an internet identity or vanity url or whatever gnome.com allows you to instantly monitor the availability of that username on several over three hundred uh, social media websites now universal business listings they are a one of the key players in the local search market they help for an amazingly low price. They help um, individual companies, local businesses, claim and augment their Google Places listings. And if, uh, if you've listened to Webmaster Radio over the last couple of weeks, you know how important that is these days. So it looks like uh, Name Dynamics, again, the, the, the parent of UBL, has made an investment in Noam.com. Uh, pushing further into the, uh, the, the the importance of social and local search uh, unfortunately this came this announcement came up this morning and I haven't had a chance to um, get a hold of either name dynamics or uh, Michael over at gnome.com I hope to have them on sometime in the near future to talk about this this uh, partnership uh, ID theft is rampant and crazy is Gosh, so rampant and crazy it actually touches close to home, doesn't it, Brasco? Yep, sure does. <laughs> Are you uh interested in talking about that or should we move on? Pass. <laughs> Very good. Um <laughs> ID theft is, uh, especially on the internet, is really hard to prevent, um, an organization like noam.com is, uh, is essential if you want to do your own brand management, your own reputation management, you want to make sure that, uh, somebody isn't out there pretending to be, um, well, Jim Hedger 1, or something like that. If anyone out there wants to be Jim Hedger 1, go for it, I don't really care, um, but uh, actually, that's not true. I do care, and if I find you, I will cyberstomp you. Promise. Um, getting signals from studio. Uh, yeah, getting signals from studio, but that's okay. We'll pass on that. And a couple, one more thing, I want to uh, quickly bring up. Did you hear? Did you hear what Google's going to do for its employees? Did you Did, did you see the memo?
2: Please please fill us
3: up. Google is going to be giving all of its employees a 10% raise and a $1,000 bonus each, effective January 1. Apparently, they're doing this to raise morale at Google. Um, And, you know, as uh, as you can well guess, there's two or three different cultures at the Googleplex now. There's those who were in it before the IPO, before the um, August 2005 uh, initial public offering where you know Google started offering stocks at $76 per share, all those people who were in before, they're millionaires. They're rich. They are wealthy beyond belief. There's another uh, subculture who came in just after the IPO. They're doing just fine. They were able to buy uh, shares of Google stock at a very low price before it went stratospheric. Then there's the third group, those more recently hired. They're working because they gotta. They may love the environment they're working in, but they're going to work every day because they got car payments, mortgage payments, um, student loan payments, etc. They're working because they have to. They're not instant millionaires. They may be making a good a good wage, but it's still or a good salary, but it's still a salary. So to improve morale. Google's management team has decided to give everybody across the board 10% pay raise, and a $1,000 bonus. Now, the thing is, uh, as all fun stuff like this will be, information on this on these raises on these raises was leaked. It got leaked. It got published. As a matter of fact, if you go over to Search Engine Watch today, you can actually read the memo. And I'm just dropping the link into the webmaster radio chat room. Frank Watson, Aussie webmaster or there at Search Engine Watch, has uh, posted the memo written by Eric Schmidt to all of his employees. And uh, while we don't know exactly who leaked it, Google does, and they fired his ass. So, um, yeah, the person who leaked that information originally no longer works at Google. Um, just looking over at an Andy Beal post, or oh, I'm sorry, Frank Reed post over at Andy Beal's uh, Marketing Pilgrim. And no, again, unfortunately it doesn't uh, reveal the name of the person who... Uh, who leaked it, uh, perhaps All Things Digital does, uh, then I'm just trying to find that because I, I really do want to, want to, uh, announce the name on, on the air because this person needs a job, not that, uh, anyone's gonna hire them because they <laughs> leak confidential corporate information, but, um... 23,300 folks, or perhaps 23,299 folks, are going to be getting a very spiffy raise at Google. And they're going to, uh, again, get a fairly significant bonus. I say two hundred ninety-nine because, well, as we know, one of them got fired today. <sighs> There's a tip, friends. If you work for the world's largest and most powerful search entity, leak information to me. But don't leak it to anybody else because, like, you're going to get caught and fired. That doesn't mean you shouldn't leak it to Webmaster Radio. You should. It's good for everybody. But uh, leak it to anybody else. is going to get you caught and fired. <laughs> you you want to warn people against doing stupid stuff like that unless they're doing it for us. Um carry rights into the uh, into the webmaster radio chat room a ten percent salary bonus ain't gonna mean a lot or raise isn't gonna mean a lot to any of them because they actually get paid very low salaries but they have a crap load of benefits well you know ten percent of say seventy thousand is seven thousand more on your bottom line in the year um, so you know it might be uh, and yeah the uh, uh... okay the pre, yeah for the pre-ipo ten percent won't mean a lot to them they're not getting a uh, bonus on what they've made before but for the newer employees it is going to mean a lot to them we gotta go we only have a couple seconds left and we have one more um, you know one more piece of music we'd like to uh... Like to, like to play in uh... the note of veterans day and remembrance day uh... friends we've got some great content coming up on the network today uh, this has been Webcology on Webmaster Radio.fm for Thursday, November the eleventh. Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. And in absence Dave Davies from BeatSock SEO. I want to thank Brasco from Webmaster Radio for filling in for Dave. Friends, stay tuned. We have a we have a full show coming up next week. Um, Wade Sisson is gonna be interviewing Lisa Piccarelli on Affiliate Marketing Insider next. Friends, stay tuned and again, talk to you next week.